Hello, Two Principles podcast listeners. We are so grateful for all the support and appreciate you checking in with us wherever you listen to your podcast. We would love for you to follow, subscribe, and rate review our podcast. You can also follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, at Two Principles. Check us out on the web at twoprinciples.com. We are grateful for our Two Principles podcast partner, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast. You've just tuned in to the ultimate destination for all things life and leadership for principals, leaders, and educators. That's right. And we're diving deep into the important stuff, the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work-life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership as a principal, leader, and educator. We'll be your tour guides, mentors, coaches, and sometimes even jokers on this roller coaster ride we call life. So whether you're a principal, leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to simply make a positive impact in the world, this podcast is for you. We promise you're going to leave each episode feeling empowered, inspired, and ready to take on the world. Get ready to take charge of your life, build your leadership skills, and make your mental and physical health a priority. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. All right. KJ, how you doing today? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to see you. Hey, uh, you, my friend, I got to give congratulations. I know we talked about this way back. I was thinking about this driving in today. Way back in February, we were talking about you running your 50-mile race. Yeah. Congratulations, my friend. You completed it. How do you feel? Uh, I feel good. <laughs> I feel a little beat up still. You're uh, kind of walking a little funny, but not too bad. It's what? One of my five days out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. It was. I was. I was uh, way underestimated how hard it was going to be. Um, but yeah, you talk about February, man. Yeah, I did. I signed up back, and I think I signed up in January yeah. actually. Um, and it was unlike anything I thought it was going to be. People told me how hard it was going to be, but. I, I until you do it, you don't understand it. Yeah. Um, just the technical aspect of it, the footing, the the uh, the vertical, you know, the vertical gains and losses. Um, yeah. One thing you were telling me about is because I, you know, in my head I thought it was going to be more of like a flat race, but this no. race was more of you were talking about the ups and the downs. Yeah. There. I mean, there were miles that would take me close to thirty minutes oh, to geez. get done. And then, then that's just me. I mean, to put it in perspective, I mean, there were. I mean. The people that win these things blow me away. I mean, it's oh, just I, sure. I can't even fathom what they actually look like running through this <laughs> stuff. They must be like, like gazelles or something. Um, but I I wasn't willing to, you know, 
potentially break my leg. So I was being super cautious. My wife told me, you, you break your leg, you're never doing stuff like this again. So, <laughs> so you was, made sure. I was being very <laughs> careful. But it was really fun. It, it, it took me way longer than I had anticip- what I anticipated it was going to take me. Um, beautiful course. I mean, the weather was great. It rained towards the end. but That was my favorite thing, as you told me, as you said you were on your last couple of miles yeah. and started downpouring. Yeah, and what else? Your three hours. And your headlight. Your headlamp went out. The last three hours, it started pouring, and, and I... You know, I, I didn't finish till nine fifteen or so, so it was dark, dark the last yeah cold you know hour and forty five minutes. Eh, cold. It was actually okay, um, but yeah, my headlamp died. I had a backup headlamp that wasn't as the bat that battery wasn't great, um, so that lighting wasn't very good. The footing was most of that last three miles was downhill. So very technical, very slippery. Um, there were, yeah, there were a couple of moments where I almost took a header going down. And glad you um, didn't do that. Yeah, no, me too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, overall phenomenal. They had just the volunteers were so wonderful. Um, I think they had. I think I heard they had three hundred and fifty volunteers. Oh, they, you have to. Cause yeah, and there were only nine hundred and fifty runners. Um, only. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, but I know. So the volunteers were just. Just absolutely phenomenal, and and the aid stations were great. And hey, it's a you checked so it, it out. Good. You checked it off, yeah. right? Now yeah, you're I'll do, do the hundred mile. I'll do it again. You do, do the hundred mile, but it'll be a while. You, you don't know what the topic is today, do you? I don't know the topic, yeah. and also, you know, I'm a, I like some music here, man. What what kind of music you want to bring the show into? I'm gonna bring today. I was thinking about this. What are we gonna bring in today? I'm gonna go. Pearl Jam was just here, so I'm going to go alive with Pearl Jam. Let's see if we can't get this rocking through here. This is alive by Pearl Jam. Now, this, I, first of all, I have no idea the topic you're going to choose today. Nope. I have no idea, but this is a song I was thinking about driving in today. Pearl Jam, a little bit of alive. They were just here in Minneapolis a few weeks ago. Just got a good little vibe here, my friend. So for all you Pearl Jam fans, here you go. We are Kevin and I are still alive. Kevin's still alive <laughs> after are, his fifty are. mile. And that was that was alive. my only goal. <laughs> to stay alive, man. <laughs> and the other pack fact of the matter is, you know, we're we're deep in or not deep, but we just started the feels school like year, it. right? But it feels like we're months into the school year. But you know, we're still alive after a few weeks of the school year too. So hey. Let's uh, let's get going here. Kev, are you ready to go here now? I'm ready. Let's, All right, let's get after it. What are we gonna do today? Are we gonna? Are we gonna? You want to know the topic? No, I want to know. Are you, are you gonna raise your? Are we gonna raise our frequency oh, today? Absolutely, we're gonna. We raise have our frequency. to raise the vibration here today, Fred. Yeah. We are gonna go spread. We're always doing that. You know, if it's, if this good. is your first time tuning in to the Two P Pod, we appreciate you checking us out. Um, thanks for tuning in today as we continue on this journey and. Towards a healthier and happier you, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. We're going to get after it today. Yeah, it's uh, super excited to be here today because we are inside the HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio, and I've got my friend and co-host across from me, Kevin. If you don't know who I am, I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost. Hey, and we are the two principals, so we are ready to go. Hey, Kevin, we got mailbag time here, man. Yeah. Um, I've had a few people reach out to us on uh, just a different, couple different things. This question came in though, and I was like, "Wow, this is a pretty big question." And that. so, the question to us was, "What initiatives or programs are in place 
to support student success and well-being. Mm. Whoa, that's to you, my that's friend. It's heavy, my friend. Yeah. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, we have we, we have what's called SST, which is a student support team. Um, that's a big one mm-hmm. in, in our school, and and you know, each building has. I would I would venture to guess every building regardless of where they are in the state or country has something like that. Um, it's really a team of, of um, individuals made up of admin, made up of counselors, social workers, uh, gen ed teachers, maybe some other support personnel. And it's really looking at students on a, on a weekly basis. Um, really just who needs support. Yeah. And it, it could be, you know, it could look like a multitude of things, but, but really the, 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 the idea is that a group of staff are are committed and dedicated to identifying students that are struggling for a variety of reasons. Could be in academic uh, areas, it could be in emotional areas, um, social areas, and, mm-hmm. and then and then putting together um, you know plans and and um, um, you know things in place to to help those kids. You know, and then the other thing is obviously we're we're at MTSS. Um, mm-hmm you know, district multi-tiered uh, systems of support. And so, you know, there's different tiers. And, and so that's big picture, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we've got, you know, everyone's fallen into that category of tier one. As you move up to uh, tier two and three, you're getting more specific, um, smaller groups, more intensive interventions, stuff like that. So, I mean, those are the the big overarching, I think, programs or initiatives, you know, but then you... <laughs> You know, you, then you break down. I mean, in my opinion, every single club, every single athletic team. I mean, to me, those are also initiatives and programs that that um, put kids in a space where they are being supported by by a mentor or a coach or uh, an adult. And so, you know, I think overall, I think we're constantly trying to find ways to put kids in positions where they're being supported. But if you're talking about like official yeah, um, those are, I think those initiatives are, and programs, I mean, those are a couple of the big ones. I would I'll just really quick, I would throw in the like co-located services. Oh, yeah. yeah opportunities yeah. to get kids involved in uh, getting some mental health therapy as yep. well, too. So and, I think those are good. You know, student groups, student mm-hmm. groups led by counselors, um, you know, grief groups, Anxiety groups. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just. I think it's important that we're talking about just well-being in general, right? Yeah. In the educational system, and because uh, we all want to, you know, feel good and and go through that. And there's a lot of different cool uh, sure. things that are happening in schools, uh, you know, around the country. So that's awesome. Hey, really quick too. Um, the Two Principles newsletter. We're yeah. building a community. Um, it's growing. It's great. We love that we're getting more people signed up to mm-hmm. our newsletter. Uh, what? Where can people do that again? Yeah, the easiest place is just go to our website and go to twoprinciples.com. Right there at the bottom of the homepage, you just put in your name, your email. You will get an email, a verification email that you just have to um, respond to. And then once you do that, you are good to go. And we have been sending out our newsletter on Sundays, and they're not long. Um, they're not lengthy. They're they're a quick read, and and we try to, you know, we're trying to put together just a little bit of useful information and um, using a different medium, and yeah. and trying to get a little bit of what we talk about on the show to carry over in a different format and. 
We usually throw in a resource each week. Maybe it's a, a video or an article. Um, Strategies, yeah, challenges. It's, yeah, it's not. It's nothing. Uh, uh, like we, I said, you know, it's not super long, and it's not. You're not reading no. an essay. But I, you know, the thing that I've had people reach out to me, they've uh, they've appreciated it just because it's it 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 really hits a topic that's meaningful to principals mm-hmm. or leaders or educators in general, and uh, it's a quick read, and you can take pieces from that, right? For sure. And I think that's awesome about that. Hey, uh, last thing here before we we get rolling here, because I still don't know what the topic is of the show today. Nope. I'm, I'm a, actually this is a, a little nerve wracking. I can't <laughs> wait to do this to you the next show. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, is there anybody out there on social media that we want to give a shout out to that's just kind of doing some great work? Yeah, we we uh, I'd like to talk about this uh, gentleman by the name of uh, Josh Tovar. If I, yeah, hopefully Josh. I'm, I'm saying that right, um, he is a principal down in uh, Texas, I believe, and he he runs a uh, kind of a, a national principal roundtable, mm-hmm. so to speak. And he actually reached out to us and. We're going to be on that roundtable uh, coming up in another month or so, and so he's doing some cool things and and um, kind of he's just he's just full of energy. Man. He, is, he is. He's he, he's one that you know he's all about uh, spreading good energy. Yeah. When you talk about positivity, he's just always doing that. I mean, I, I think he's throwing you texts every once in a while. Stay, yep. you know, keep going. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Forbes is funny post today. Said something about like. Uh, he didn't want to get up, but he had to get his uh, skinny legs or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something. He was posting <laughs> pictures of, I think he was doing, uh, um, I don't know if it was a treadmill or I don't know what. Yeah. But, but yeah, he, he's an interesting guy. And, and Check him uh, out. Check yeah. him out. Um, Definitely give him a follow. It's uh, Yeah, he, Josh Tovar is his name. We'll throw his uh, link in the in the show notes for sure. Awesome. Hey, real quick before we go, I got to throw you one now. If you yeah. to throw me a curveball today, if you could use... This is for the rest of your life. You had to you had to use one of these, a fork, a spoon, or a knife for the rest of your life. What would it be and why? First of all, that's the weirdest question ever. I know it's um, the randomest question. I think I can a think. A fork, a spoon, or a knife. You can only use that for the rest of your life. Though. You can't well, use any other. For sure, I'm throwing out the knife. For sure. Well, like, what, you could up. protect yourself. Maybe you could go out and hunt. <laughs> yeah, but I thought you were talking about for eating. I know. Right? I know. Yes. For I'm eating. assuming for food. Yep. So I'm gonna throw out the knife for sure, just because I just I, I mean, what if I want to eat soup? I mean, I guess I could pick up bowl and drink it, but um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a spoon. Spoon. I'm okay. gonna go with a spoon because let me ask you this: What is there out there that you couldn't that you normally eat with a fork that you couldn't eat with a spoon? Well, sometimes you gotta. I mean, you gotta like stab into it a little bit. You like know, you what? Gotta, uh, can't, well, you, can't you just go under it with the spoon then? I, like, I again, know. soup. It's, if uh, I want to eat soup, I'm yeah. not going to do that very effectively with a okay, fork. Okay, so you're going to spoon. Right? Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I'd get the stuff. Yeah. I'd get the, I'd get the, the, but I wouldn't get the broth. I'd love for, I would love to know what, uh, what our listeners, what they would. My wife gives me grief all the time right? because she, she <laughs> she'll say this all the time. Will he be eating whatever and I'll grab uh, silverware mm-hmm. and I'll say, what do you want, a fork or a spoon? And her response will be, uh, "Give me a fork. I'm not five. <laughs> so I don't know. I like eating with spoons. Yeah. I like I like eating most of my stuff with spoons. Yeah. The, so I'm gonna go with a spoon. Yeah, spoon. Okay. Does that say something about me? No. Am I, I weird or something? Uh, no, it's it doesn't. I wish I could say yeah. You're definitely weird, but um, no, spoon. That's great. Um, all right. So what what huh. what's the topic today, my friend? All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> this is. 
to me, this is a perfect topic for <laughs> starting the school year. Um, we are going to be talking about resiliency. Oh, we are going to be talking the topic about of resiliency. How to be resilient? Mm. Um, okay. Um, navigating challenges with grace and grit. Um, how, you know, ultimately, the question is this: Are resilient leaders truly effective? Or are they just pushing through with a smile? You mean they're just bullshitting it yeah. right through? Yeah. yeah like, are be. you really resilient or are you, or is that just the image that you are putting, you are that putting out there and you're and going inside home and lying under your, your table <laughs> and crying? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's because a, I, I think a lot of us, I don't know. I, I think, I, I think, I just think this is a really, really important topic. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think we all feel beat up at times mm-hmm. and and we have to ask these questions and we have to make sure that we are doing things um, to, to get through it. And, yeah, and to, I guess resiliency to build is... Your, to build your resilience, right? Yeah. I mean, What I are guess, things you're doing? Because that, to me, when you say that word, I used to always go to like, you know, you, you just got to be tough. You got to grind it and you got to grit it through. But as I've gotten older as a principal, I've, I've really thought about what are things I could be proactively doing to build myself up mm-hmm. so when I do have a challenging time or something, I'm ready for it, right, regardless of what it is. But I, I used to always think, like, it's just that I'm going to go kick ass and just grind through stuff. But now I'm like, how can I put myself in a good position? And that could be as easy as making sure I'm getting sleep at night, not staying yeah. up until the wee hours of night and being tired and all that stuff. So... When I'm, I'm fully rested, it could be for me, um, I've shared this before, I like to get up in the morning and put myself through a good physical workout in the mm-hmm. morning, push my muscles and get myself going. Uh, you know, those are so those are some of the things I'm thinking about when you're saying that. So what questions you got for me? What are you shooting with me with here with today? Well, what do you got? What do I have? It's a good question. Kind of your your topic, man. I know. I um, like it though. This this you know what I gotta say. This is a perfect topic, and now that it now that it's sinking in that I know the topic, and I'm just kind of letting it kind of you know you, feel me a little bit. You you kind you kind of alluded to this, but in your mind, when you picture a resilient leader, when you think about a leader who you would say, "Oh my God, they're they're resilient." What does that what does that mean to you? What does that look like? What what like what are the things that are happening <coughs> in that leader in their characteristics that would make you say that? Yeah, I again I'm gonna go back. I think it's someone who is taking care of themselves physically, taking care of themselves mentally, emotionally, just it spending time making sure that they're in the best um I'll say shape uh, physically, emotionally, mentally. So when things do happen, they're ready to go. So it's it's um, to me, it's it being able to get yourself in a spot that you're ready to go. Because if I'm taking care of myself physically and mentally, yes, I'm going to go through some trying, difficult times. But if I'm doing that, I'm going to have I'm going to be more. I'm going to I'm going to have that grit. Uh, and maybe the attitude, maybe my mental part of it, physical part of it to get through of it. And mm-hmm. I'll be able to bounce back and, and adapt and go through it a little bit easier. Because if I'm not, if I'm not taking care of myself mentally, physically, and I'm maybe not doing that, I am 
shit's not getting done. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. If somebody is, quote unquote, a resilient leader, they have resiliency. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that they don't ever feel anxious, that they don't ever feel frustrated or scared or have anxiety? No. I, that, again, a great question. I think what I'm saying is that you have to be self-aware. You have to recognize that, right? Mm-hmm. If you have to recognize when you're feeling anxious, when you're maybe feeling a little bit uh, unsure, uh, whatever that is, you have to you have to feel that and notice that. Be okay with it. Learn to get learn to get in tune again. That's what I'm going to go back to. If you're physically, emotionally, and mentally taking care of yourself, and you're getting in tune with yourself, you're you're gonna you're gonna be able to get through that a little bit better. That doesn't mean though that um, a situation comes on and it's not like oh crap, this is I don't feel I don't feel overwhelmed or I don't feel um, maybe a little bit like, oh crap, should I, can I be doing this? Am I, am I, do I have what it takes to get through this? Right. You're probably still going to have those questions, but you're again, preparing yourself for that. And so that's, that's where I have, I think, grown as a leader in my time is making sure I'm prepared. doesn't mean, like you said, that I'm not going to feel anxious or I might not feel like Oh crap! Can I go through this? Like some uh, like mm-hmm. shit goes down in your building, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, do I have, do I have what it takes, right? Well, you, that's okay. Recognize that, know what's going on, and then be able to say, you know what, I'm going to march on. I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. and here's how I'm going to do it. And I mean, you know, you, the other thing is uh, the piece I probably didn't even bring up the is utilize utilize the people around you. Yeah. Right. I think just because we, you may be going through something or a building may be going through something or a team may be going some through something, utilize the people around you too, because bounce some things off them. They, they you know, utilize the strength of them to help get through mm-hmm. a challenge or something like that. Cause if you think you're going to just do it by yourself, yeah, that's not always going to be the case. So as you're talking, I'm, th- I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, man, what is a good comparison to explaining resiliency? And it, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. My 50-mile run, yeah, to me, is the perfect example of resiliency because I promise you <laughs> there were times in that 50-mile run where I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is not going well. Um, or do I want to keep going? Or do I want to keep doing this? Yeah. Um, you saw the picture of yeah. me sitting in the <laughs> chair at mile 39. <laughs> I look like I was really yeah, contemplating yeah, my life yeah, choices yeah. at that point, right? I was I was sipping some soup, and, uh, yes, and I, was, I was off. I mean, I didn't even know that picture was being taken, and you could tell I was, I was <laughs> internally having a conversation with myself. Right. But I knew the goal, and yeah. I knew how hard I had worked, and I was able to find a- enough courage and enough you know, grit to just move forward. And for me, it was I was, I was using mental things. I was, mm-hmm. I was um, 
thinking about the people that that knew I was mm-hmm. out there, and I wanted to make people proud and and your self talk too. Self talk. Yeah. Hey, this is this is going to be over yeah. eventually, and if you quit, you're never going to be able to finish that. Right. Like like you you're you're already suffered. Yeah. Right. Your legs already hurt. <laughs> Everything's already in pain. You, you you've suffered. Yeah. Why quit? You know you can take one more step. Your your legs aren't broken, right? right? Um, and so the same thing with like your work. You're you're find yourself in a situation. Yeah, it's hard. You go back to the why. You go back to the goal. Mm-hmm. You go back to the the building initiative or the the strategic plan or whatever it is, the theme that year. And you you tell yourself it's not going to be hard forever. Right. And you find a way to get through it and you talk about utilizing other people. Mm-hmm. Well, I couldn't have done that, that 50 mile without, um, I had a buddy come up yep. and he helped crew me and, and he was absolutely instrumental to me finishing that. I couldn't, I couldn't have, I mean, at one point I think it was, I don't remember what mile it was. I was trying to untie my shoe. I, I couldn't even untie my shoe. Like I got like, <laughs> I was were, so just like, nothing was working. Yeah. And, um, and then just the volunteers, and so there's a lot of a lot of similarity, I think, between doing something like that and then the idea of being resilient. Because, and the reason I ask you about, because I think a lot of times people think, oh, you're resilient, so everything works out for you, or you never have anxiety, or you never no. feel scared, or you never feel self doubt. That's not. That's not. Uh, resi- I mean, if if that was the case, if I yeah. never had self doubt, or if I was never scared, or never had anxiety there would need, be no need for me to be resilient, right? Right. Yep. Being resilient is being able to do hard things yeah. and get to the other end and, and reach your goal. So, um, you know what you're, you're saying that I, there's, there's times, there's times when I'll go through things and if it's like something, maybe I'm like nervous about, anxious about even like, Oh crap, am I going to be able to do this? it's talking to myself internally talking to myself um, and, and just saying, okay, owning, uh, owning what's coming up and saying, okay, anxiety, you're up right now. I'm feeling you, but I, but I'm still doing this. I'm still going and having those, those conversations um, and doing that. And that's the, the thing that I was listening as you talk about the correlation between your 50 mile race and just how we go through our jobs and life. But the big thing that I would say is, you you prepare. Yeah, you're you prepared. It's not like mm-hmm. you just jumped in. I mean, your sleeping habits, your nutritional way, your uh, training regimen, uh, the days off, and it was still hard. breaks. Yeah, and it was still hard, <laughs> and you still did it. And yeah. yeah, you still fought through it. So, um, yeah, those are the thi- those are things. And the other thing too is sometimes you may um, set or you may grit and grind but you may fail yeah and you that doesn't mean that it's over it no. means that okay what what do i what am i going to learn here what am i going to have to figure out so that i can adapt recover bounce back and keep going again and so that that to me as i think we so many times if if things don't go our way we're like we want to give up and i'm like no if things aren't going to go your way that's when you say like, okay, how am I gonna how am I gonna learn, reflect, figure it out, and then I'm gonna keep going again and keep doing it. Yeah, I think 
we're kind of bouncing all. I'm thinking about bouncing all over the place here, but it's your topic. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> uh, the The idea of resiliency, I think, I'd love to know your opinion on this. Yeah. When it comes to students. Yeah. Because we talk about it a lot, and and we try to help young people navigate failure or not getting things you know, the way that they want them. Do you think our current generation of students that are going through high school right now, do you think they have a harder time with the concept or the mentality of being resilient and doing hard things? Um, and if so, what do you think attributes to that? Oof. And it's not a scientific question. I mean, yeah. this is totally just an opinion, but yeah. Um, you know, I think the day and age that we're in, students are dealing with things. When I say, I think times have always been, um, can be difficult, right? It doesn't matter what, what generation you grew up in. Yep. I think the, the thing that is changing things for me and looking at students is obviously technology. It's how mm -hmm. it's the social media piece of it. It's everything's so quick. You have to look good. You have to portray that everything's you know going great and all that stuff and I think that's the piece where we have to realize that no it's not things aren't always gonna go great and like you said you might fail at something you might uh, you know ha have to get knocked down or something might not go your way and that doesn't mean that you're not good or anything like that that just means that okay I'm gonna figure this out and I want to keep going but the but the, but the students, the adults that have that resilience within them to say, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to bounce back, um, I think is just, I think is so important. And I think students right now um, have to understand that, you know, two things. One, what pops into my head right now, and I, and I can go down the, the rabbit hole on this one, but you, you have to look inside yourself and do some work inside yourself in order for you to begin to grow and to evolve and to heal. Yeah, that's and that if, awareness piece. Awareness piece. If yeah. you're, if you're, if, if you're going to be stuck on the outside or, or feel sorry for yourself or have, oh, everybody else has this and this isn't going to work out for me, that type of mentality, that's not going to work. You, it is. The, 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 the world, it, it, it's not all fuzzy and, and everybody's giving it, it, it you mm -hmm. know, we want to we be kind and compassionate and all that stuff, but you also got to understand that you're going to have to do some work yourself to figure out what you need in order to get out there and deal with things and navigate things and go with the, the two words that I think you might have said this in the beginning and maybe you didn't, but the, the grace piece and the grit piece. Mm -hmm. I think you can have both. Yeah, you could do it with grace, but you also got to do it with kind of that grit. Like I, I you know, I'm going to kick some ass out here, mm -hmm. but I also can be graceful and be compassionate and all that stuff. So I think you can do both. I don't think it's a one, a one way uh, street on that. Yeah, I think there's. You talk about the grit piece, and I think that is, <clears throat> like you said, that's kind of the traditional way that I think people think about resilience. Mm -hmm. And I think there's times for that. I think there are situations where you do have to just kind of grit your teeth and just, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think the important piece that often is miss 
missed is what do you do about that situation after the fact? Like, are you, are you reflecting on it? Are you, um, you know, we didn't talk about this piece yet, but one of the things I've read about resiliency is that it's, there's a, there's a whole component that people don't talk about and it's the recovery part. Mm -hmm. And so the idea, the very notion of being resilient is going through and doing hard things. Well, what are you doing on the back end of that to recover and mm-hmm. reflect and, and regroup? So um, I think it's totally fine to find yourself in situations where you got to find some grit. You got to, mm-hmm. you got to practice some grit, exhibit some grit, but know that that's going to, that's going to wear on you. And then you got to do some work to, you know, kind of heal that a little bit. So, well, and I, th- yeah. And when you're saying that you think about the principalship and you think about, some of those difficult conversations that Mm -hmm. you may have with parents or difficult conversations you may have with staff or difficult conversations you may have with students. And, you know, how do you, how do you recover from that? How do you take care of yourself afterwards? Just, just as important as I was saying is preparing Mm -hmm. and then going through. And then if you, if it, if it goes well, great. If it doesn't, how you learn it. But then when it's over the piece that you're hitting on, I think, is so crucial. You also have to recover after it mm-hmm. too. And that's because when you're going through those, your adrenaline's cooking, everything's ramped up and you go through these crazy situations and maybe it's something that you're dealing with grief or death or whatever it is. And you have to deal with it and go through it. You also at the very, you have to come back and recover. And that is Kevin, that's a great piece there that we can't forget. And I think, uh, understand what we're talking about uh, being resilient hey have you ever heard of the seven c's of resilience i have um do you know what they are off the top of your head uh i do do you really <laughs> actually i looked at, you know what's funny is i was doing some uh when we were doing some i think we were doing something i can't remember what we were doing yeah but I looked them. I looked them up, and um, I've seen these before too. And I kind of forgot about them. To yeah. be honest with you, they're, why don't you share them with the listeners? Their competence, yep, confidence, connection, character, contribution, coping, and control. Hmm. And we've already, I realized, we just kind of talked about some of those. I mean, the the coping part was the the kind of the. Um, the, the healing from doing, you know, some, some hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, you had mentioned the utilize those around you. There's your connection piece. Yep. You also talked about preparation, right? I didn't just, just sign up for a 50 mile and just run. Right. right? I, I, I became competent, right? Mm-hmm. I, I did the work so that I've, and that also leads into feeling confident, mm-hmm. right? What did I tell you leading up to them at my race? I've never felt more confident yeah ever before for any event because you're you're taking care of yourself physically and mentally so i think these seven c's are really really good when it when it comes to being resilient and you know for for us in the leadership uh principal role it we know it's a hard job we know Mm -hmm. that there are challenges we know that it's going to be an emotionally um um kind of grind at times well if you go into that if you go into your your day not feeling competent, not having confidence, not understanding how to connect with people, not wanting to contribute, you're you're gonna have a tough goal then, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, I think these seven C's are, are are really good, and 
um, you know, kind of glad I uh, kind of remembered about this. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know what we could do is we could, I think we should post those in the show yeah, notes we can, for, for sure. people to check those out. Um, you got anything else? Um, you know, how about, how about, how would you, how would you, um, explain how principals could build resilience with, with like their team, Mm. you know, I mean, it's one thing to talk about your, yourself as an individual, but you know, we don't work in, in silos. We, we, we work in, in teams and. I, I think, know. yeah, no, I think that uh, that's a great one. I think it, to me, it's always going to start um, uh, just with the core of, uh, of, of who we are. It's, it's that connection and relationship piece. And if you are building positive relationships with your team, you are going to ultimately have um, open up the lines of communication. And when you have open communication with um, your team and your team's able to talk about things with you, good, bad, or ugly. I always call it the good, bad, or ugly. Um, those are, that's, that, that's one way is, is those relationships, open communication. Um, again, that while you're doing that, you're creating a culture, right? Uh, uh, a positive culture for, you know, your team, your building to be around. Everybody wants to come into a positive culture. I want to be around people who, um, you know, are positive. That doesn't mean you're always going to be positive hundred times of the day, but when you're around more optimistic and, and positive people and, and that you've created that culture, you've got that open communication. I think that's going to be a way for principals to build resilience within their team. Uh, the other thing, um, I would say, and it, it's, I think it's just super important. What are you doing? What am I doing as a leader? How am I leading? I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta, I, I got to lead by example, right? I can't just go out there and, and talk the talk. I better be walking the walk too. Right. You know, if I'm talking about, hey, make sure you're taking care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, well, I, I better be doing that. So, you know, lead by example, I think would be another one. Um, you know, uh, I, you know, maybe a couple other, uh, the, the one I wanted to get into, and maybe we'll get into this and we can share this, but what are resources or what are books or what are, what are things people can do? And maybe you share those with your team to help them build resilience. Maybe it's a podcast that uh, you get people into. Maybe it's, uh, you know, magazine articles, maybe it's uh, books, whatever that you, that you're talking about, provide those thing. And then the last thing to me is I just think it's so important. And I know this gets to be overused, but really making sure that you're talking about how are you taking care of yourself and how are you prioritizing that with your team? Do they understand what that means by taking care of themselves? So those are some of the ways that I think principals can build resilience within their team. Uh, and they're all, they're all, they're all important. Yeah. No, those are good. I think those are really, really good. Well, Hey, do you have any uh, uh, leadership or health resources on this topic that we'd want to share? I've got, um, I've got. Let's see here. Yeah, what do you got? Where where was that? Um, the one that. Uh, okay, let's see if I can find this one here. It's called managing leadership anxiety. Okay. 
Um, and I'm just... It's by um, Steve... I think it's it's pronounced CUSS, C-U-S-S. Okay. Um, but managing leadership anxiety is um, something I think uh, is important. The other one that I wanted to bring up, if you familiar with Simon Sinek? Yeah. Leaders Eat Last. Yeah. Great book. Another one I would, you know, talks about uh, resilience and leadership and all that. Uh, other one... Um, and then the piece that you brought up, that self-awareness piece, John Maxwell wrote a book called uh, The Self-Aware Leader. Okay. So those are those are some, and maybe we can put those in the show notes. Put them in the show notes or maybe even in the newsletter. Yeah, there we go. It's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, um, I, now I'm going to fire back at you. Okay, what do you got? Okay, because this is, uh, we're going to wrap up here. Uh, again, I always appreciate coming into the HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio with you. It's a... Uh, beautiful studio but we always wrap up this question and i'm gonna i bet you all the listeners are gonna say good you're gonna ask kevin this question so kevin last question of the show what is one piece of advice you would have for our listeners in taking a step in the right direction on their journey to live and lead with purpose regarding being a resilient leader so I see how this works. When when you don't know what the topic is, then the person, the, the, yes. the, okay, they get put on the spot. Okay. All right. So what is one piece of advice with resiliency? You know what? It's going to be, um, it is going to be take time to think about and really embrace the concept of control what you can control mm. and, and, and recognize how much time we spend being anxious, being um, mindful, um, being worried, you know, whatever adjective you want to use, how much time are we putting into things that we have zero control over? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if I'm spending my time worrying about things that I can't control, I'm probably also in some capacity you could argue you're trying to be resilient in those areas. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the, what's the, think about the logic behind that. Why would I try to be resilient and get through a situation that I have no control over? Or um, like, th- yes, some of those things are going to impact you, even though you can't control them and you're going to have to be resilient. But I think a lot in our world that are, you know, that are things that fall into the category of us not having control I think we can let go and therefore we don't have to spend our resilient mm-hmm. currency, if you want to call it, on those things. Yep, totally. I can spend my time trying to be more resilient on things that I do have control over. Um, again, I understand that there are going to be things that we don't have control over that we still need to be resilient about and we need to get through. But but I think just in general... Control. We 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 can, but you can yeah control. we we spend too much time worrying about things mm-hmm. that we don't have any control over. That, that's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm no. I struggle with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Somebody cuts you off on the road yeah. and like you know, and it's like you're just burning yeah. up inside. But what's the point? Yeah, They're gone. You're you never going to see that person yeah. again. There's nothing you can do about it. It already happened, right? Um, so I guess that would be my one piece that's of advice. Piece of advice, I love it, Kevin. Yeah. That's a great, yeah. that's a great way to end this uh, show. 
My friend, it's always a pleasure. I appreciate the topic you chose today, resilience. And uh, uh, next episode, I got a topic for you. I'm excited. That'll be good. (laughs) All right, everybody. Be well. Thanks for hanging out with the two principals today as we continue on this life and leadership journey, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. We are grateful for all your support. Hey, you can follow us on all of our social media accounts at Two Principles. You can also find us on the web at twoprinciples.com. Hey, if you have questions for Kevin or myself, email us at twoprinciplespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for raising your frequency today and looking inward. Wishing you peace and happiness on your journey. Remember to keep living and leading with purpose. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. Until next time, get out of your head and into your heart.